0: You're listening to Madison Votes, the City of Madison Clerk's Office podcast, where we give you an inside look into the voting process and empower you, the Madison voter, with the information you need to feel confident about exercising your right to vote. Our goal at the City Clerk's Office is to ensure every voter in Madison is able to cast a ballot and have that ballot counted. Join us and take a crucial step toward becoming an informed voter right here on Madison Votes. Welcome to the Madison Votes 2020 podcast series. My name is Thomas, and I am a Wisconsin certified municipal clerk and one of 10 team members in the Madison City Clerk's Office, and we help facilitate the right to vote for the city. We are producing this podcast series with help from Madison City Channel in order to answer questions we frequently hear from voters. This podcast episode will focus on absentee voting, in special situations so joining me today is our city clerk Mary Beth welcome
1: thank you Thomas I'm happy to be here
0: we talked about absentee voting basics in another episode but many absentee voting questions are far from basic so if we can let's talk about some of the more complex circumstances many of our absentee voters need to navigate sounds good So let's start with voters who are indefinitely confined to their homes.
1: If you are confined to your home for an indefinite period of time due to age, illness, or disability, you can request that the clerk's office send you absentee ballots for all future elections.
0: And if you aren't indefinitely confined, you can only request ballots for up to one calendar year at a time?
1: That is correct. We tend to refer to indefinitely confined absentee request as permanent request. The clerk's office automatically sends these voters an absentee ballot for every election. Indefinitely confined voters stay on this list for as long as they continue returning the absentee ballots to the clerk's office.
0: So what is the absentee application process for voters who are confined to their homes?
1: They can submit the request via myvote.wi.gov or they can send us a request as a note or an email message in their request they need to certify that they are confined to their home due to age illness or disability and unlike the usual application process for an absentee these voters do not need to send a copy of their id to the clerk's office Instead, the witness signing their absentee envelope will be the one who verifies the voter's identity. Okay.
0: And if someone is certifying that they are indefinitely confined, does that mean they just literally physically never leave their home?
1: No, it means they are confined to their home for an indefinite period of time. So for example, when my grandmother was 95 years old, she sent her clerk an indefinitely confined absentee request She was able to walk out the front door of her assisted living facility if she wanted to do so and she would travel to an occasional doctor appointment but that involved making special travel arrangements
0: so during the pandemic many voters with health issues have suddenly found themselves confined to their homes if they find um, that their circumstances have changed and they are no longer confined to their homes how do they change their absentee status
1: They can simply send us a note or an email message and we'll update that for them.
0: Okay, so uh, let's move on to another scenario. What um, What if a voter is in jail at election time?
1: As long as they are not currently serving a sentence for a felony conviction, they would still be eligible to vote. But in order to request an absentee ballot, they need to have a copy of their ID on file with the clerk's office. So to overcome this obstacle, we are working with the sheriff's office to offer that they'd photocopy IDs for the clerk's office during the intake process. And the county clerk's office is going to distribute the ID photocopies and any corresponding absentee requests to the appropriate municipal clerk.
0: That's an important initiative. So what about someone who is um, hospitalized at election time?
1: Beginning one week before election day, through 5 p.m. on election day, voters who are hospitalized may vote absentee in the hospital. They need to appoint someone to be their agent, and this is usually a friend or a relative. The agent brings their absentee request and voter ID to the clerk's office. We give the absentee ballot and absentee envelope to the agent, and the agent takes them to the hospital. Once the voter marks their ballot, Seals it in the absentee envelope, signs the envelope, and gets a witness to sign and print their address on the envelope. The agent brings the absentee back to the city clerk's office.
0: And there's a spot on the state absentee ballot request form for hospital voters to designate an agent, but we do have a simplified hospital absentee request form on our website. So what about voters who are sequestered jurors on Election Day?
1: They would appoint an agent just like a hospitalized voter. Okay.
0: How do um, active-duty military service members vote absentee?
1: If they request their absentee ballot through myvote.wi.gov, they can choose to download their ballot from that state website. They can print out the ballot and a certification statement, seal the ballot in an envelope, attach the certification statement to the outside of the envelope, sign it, have a witness sign, and then mail their ballot back to our office in a larger envelope. Other options available to military voters are to receive their ballot via mail or receive their ballot uh, via email. And if they opt to receive their ballot via email, the process is the same as a ballot downloaded from the state website. They print out the ballot and certification and they mail it back to the clerk's office. When requesting that an absentee ballot be sent to them, either electronically or through the mail, military voters are exempt from the voter ID requirement. Military voters also have a safety net available. While they are waiting to receive their absentee ballot in the mail, they can print out a federal write-in absentee ballot, which is an official backup ballot, write in the candidates of their choice and mail it back to the clerk's office with a voter information certification form. If we receive the military voter's official ballot back by election day, the official ballot will be counted. If we only receive the federal write-in absentee ballot by election day, that ballot will be counted.
0: Okay, so what about um, Peace Corps volunteers?
1: They fall into the military voter category. Peace Corps volunteers may download their ballot online or receive their ballot via email and they may use the federal write-in absentee ballot as a safety net.
0: And a spouse or a dependent who lives with a military voter?
1: They also fall into the military voter category. They may receive their ballot electronically and may use the federal write-in absentee ballot just in case their official ballot does not reach the clerk's office by election day.
0: What options does a voter have if they've moved outside of the country And they don't intend to reside in the United States again?
1: They remain eligible to vote from their last Wisconsin address, but they may only vote for federal offices. If they aren't currently registered to vote, they can register using a voter registration form called a Federal Postcard Application or FPCA. They are not required to submit proof of address with the Federal Postcard Application and the federal postcard application also serves as an absentee request form permanent overseas voters do not need to provide a voter id when they request an absentee ballot like military voters permanent absentee voters may download their absentee ballot from the my vote website or they may send the clerk's office a request that their ballot be sent via email they would need to print out their ballot mark it seal it in an envelope with a certification form attached to the outside of the envelope the voter signs that certificate and they have a witness sign and print their address but overseas voters are not limited to using a united states citizen as their witness like military voters overseas voters may send the clerk's office a federal write-in absentee ballot as an official backup ballot just in case their official ballot does not reach the clerk's office by election day. Overseas voters will need to put postage on their absentee mailing envelope though. Many overseas voters send their ballots back via FedEx, UPS, or DHL.
0: So just like any other voter, they may check on the status of their absentee ballot at myvote.wi.gov. When we receive the ballot in our office, we scan the barcode on the certificate and my vote will indicate that the clerk's office has received the ballot. So what about the, the children of permanent overseas voters? They, they would be eligible to vote for federal offices but may have resided in another country their entire lives.
1: They would also be included in the permanent overseas voter category. They are eligible to vote, register to vote at their parents' last Wisconsin address.
0: Okay, and so what about voters who are only temporarily out of the country?
1: Voters who are temporarily overseas remain eligible to vote from their last Wisconsin address because they intend to return to live in Wisconsin again They remain eligible to vote for every office on the ballot if they aren't already registered at their last wisconsin address they may use the federal postcard application form to both register and to request their absentee ballot voters who are temporarily overseas are required to provide proof of address when they register to vote and they are required to have a copy of their voter id on file In order to receive an absentee ballot temporarily overseas voters may request that the clerk's office send their ballot via email they would need to print out the ballot and certification form and mail it back to the clerk's office temporarily overseas voters are also able to use a federal write in absentee ballot as an official backup ballot just in case their official ballot is not delivered to the clerk's office by election day And voters who are outside of the country are required to get a witness signature on their absentee certification form, but that witness does not need to be a U.S. citizen.
0: Okay. So, and voters who are away from home, like outside of Wisconsin, but they're still in the United States.
1: They can have us mail their absentee ballot to any address they specify, we cannot send their ballot electronically though so no email ballots
0: yeah we used to be able to do that though right
1: that's Mm -hmm. true but a recent court ruling prohibits us from sending ballots via email to voters who are not military voters permanent overseas voters or temporarily overseas voters
0: so someone is requesting that we send their ballot to another state They need to request it early enough that there is time for the ballot to reach them via the mail and then for the ballot to be returned to our office through the mail as well.
1: That's right. We need to receive the ballot in the clerk's office no later than Election Day so it can be counted at the polls.
0: And the postmark doesn't count.
1: No, the postmark does not count. The absentee ballots we receive in the mail after Election Day remain sealed in their envelopes, uncounted
0: and we have voters who are college students at uw-madison and edgewood college and we have voters who grew up in madison and are attending college outside of madison so how do college students determine whether to vote through their hometown or through their college town
1: that decision is completely up to the voter it's an individual decision and there is no right or wrong answer some college students will choose their college residence as their voting address other students will choose their parents address as their voting residence and as we've discussed in another podcast episode your voting residence in wisconsin is based on voter intent the voter needs to choose one residence as their voting residence and that's completely up to the voter
0: okay and i can think of one more situation that comes up in voter inquiries We sometimes hear from voters who have requested an absentee ballot, but they decide they would rather vote at the polls.
1: That's okay, as long as they hadn't returned their absentee ballot to be counted. The poll workers at the poll book are going to ask, did you return your absentee? And if the voter answers no, the poll workers are allowed to give that voter a ballot. If the voter answers yes, that they did return their absentee, The poll workers may not give that voter a ballot. Voting at the polls after having returned an absentee ballot is a felony.
0: And that is good information to know. Thank you for walking us through the absentee voting options for voters in these special circumstances. Thank you, Thomas. That's our episode today on Madison Votes. Thank you for listening and taking steps to learn more about the voting process in Madison. For more information, head over to our Clerk's Office website at cityofmadison.com slash clerk, or find us on Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter at Madison WI Clerk. We're always here for you to ensure that Madison votes.